Hello and welcome to the Light from Light podcast. My name is Brother Thomas Therese. I'm a Dominican friar and I'm a son of the English province. I just want to read to you something uh, from the Gospel of Luke, Luke 17, 1-4. Jesus said to his disciples, Occasions for stumbling are bound to come, but woe to anyone by whom they come. It would be better for you if a millstone were hung around your neck and you are thrown into the sea than for you to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Be on your guard. If another disciple sins, you must rebuke the offender, and if there is repentance, you must forgive. And if the same person sins against you seven times a day and turns back to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive. There are a few obvious things to say about this passage of scripture and sometimes it's worth pointing out the obvious and dwelling on it lest we try to find something niche to focus on so that we can ignore the obviously uncomfortable blunt and hard truth staring us in the face. We can be and often are an occasion of sin for someone else. We can be and often are unforgiving. Sure, we can be occasions of grace and holiness too, and indeed we are. And sure, we forgive things, especially when they're little things. And yet, when it comes to big things, things that really matter, things that really need forgiveness, are we as forgiving? Are we then an opportunity for grace and holiness for those people? Or do we reject them? We can be occasions of gossip and backbiting. We can provoke somebody to lust, anger, envy, greed, spite. And this is because we're co-relational beings. We're not islands. We affect and impact each other's lives. And as such, we have a responsibility to each other. This is Jesus's point. We are responsible for each other. Am I my brother's keeper? Well, actually, yes. Yes, you are. Sometimes being an occasion of sin, gossip and backbiting or whatever it is, sometimes this is unconscious. For example, in a situation whereby a friendship has developed into something vicious. We can't seem to visit a friend's house for a cup of tea without having a gossip about our neighbour or provoking somebody to anger or by constantly making fun at somebody's expense, for example. But sometimes it's not unconscious. Sometimes it is deliberate. And Jesus is reminding us we have a responsibility and we will be held accountable. Remember, in the case of, of gossip, we might remember Jesus' words multiple times in Scripture that nothing is said in secret that shall not be brought to light. Of course, fundamentally, most fundamentally, this is about Jesus' identity, that Jesus' identity won't remain secret forever. 
what Jesus says in secret and explaining his parables to his disciples will be brought to light. But so too, we one day will be judged by our deeds, on our love, and the secrets of our hearts will be made visible. If we notice then that someone else is doing something wrong, we confront them. And this doesn't have to be in public or ways that humiliate and shame people that might provoke defensiveness and thereby inhibit change, thereby becoming an obstacle to forgiveness and grace and the seeking of it, an obstacle to helping somebody towards repentance, changing their lives. It doesn't have to be public and it should be done in a way with sensitivity and only if we're prepared to forgive. Notice Jesus says, if someone repents, you must forgive. And this is as much an imperative as to correct another is also an imperative. Gentleness, I think, is key. I think it was St. Benedict who said, be careful when removing the rust in case you break the instrument. And St. Francis de Sales, I think, said, you catch more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. The purpose of the rebuke is not to feel good or self-righteous about ourselves. It's not to, it's, it's to elicit a change in another, a change of heart. And this means that we should also be, as Jesus says, as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. We should be careful not to be too quick to speak our minds, lest we try to remove the splinter on our neighbour's eye whilst we still have a massive plank in our own. I'll just leave you with that last line from Luke 17, Luke 17, 4. And if the same person sins against you seven times a day, and turns back to you seven times and says, I repent. You must forgive. May God bless you.